Gethin, you are the gift that keeps giving. Honest to God. From our studio located somewhere in the depths of the 614, here's your host, Rick Gethin. We're back, we're back, we're nationwide, the Cat Club Podcast on the air for another exciting episode coming your way. But first, today's show is brought to you by Bossy Girls Pinup Joint, and they're located at 2598 North High Street, right here in beautiful Columbus, Ohio. They're a trashy yet classy hangout for local musicians, burlesque dancers, comedians, and entertainers from all walks of life. They have great beer selection, whiskey, tasty sandwiches, locally roasted coffee, and of course, free Wi-Fi. They're open seven days a week. Give them a call, 614-725-5402. That's Bossy Girls Pinup Joint at 2598 North High Street, right here in Columbus. He gets his hands on more bumper than a body shop. That's the quiet cool. The chicks, man, they just flock on it. Yes, indeed, the chicks do flock on it, and I'm, of course I'm talking about the guitarist of the band we have on the show today. His name's Joey. With him, we have Byron and Kurt, better known as Lustkill, in the Cat Club Podcast Studios. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Uh, first off, who came up with the name Lustkill? That was Byron <laughs> Weaver. Yeah, yep. all Byron. Right on. We knock a bump on that one, brother. <laughs> we, I like it. We, the original, the working pro, uh, project name was um, Night of the Living Fleshlight. <laughs> I decided that I didn't want it to be in a band where I couldn't tell people <laughs> what Night it was. Night of the Living Fleshlight. Wow. Yeah, we were... That'll get you banned in a lot of places. Yeah, I think it's going to come back as a song that Kurt was talking about. Right? Can you imagine trying to like playing some... Honky Tonk Dive Bar in <laughs> Oklahoma right. and having to explain because you know people are going to come up all night long what's this night of a living, living flashlight what, what is this thing here you just need to have samples right? there's the the samples the of the stage. flashlights yeah <laughs> at least one so that's what I sing into <laughs> and of course the show went off the rails yeah we're not even what Three and a half minutes into the show. I love it when that happens. Now, now, you know, no holds barred. We can do whatever the fuck we want, which is a great thing. But uh, Joey, Joey Yates, Byron Weaver, Kurt Gordon, Lustkill, uh, you guys also, all three of you play in Loud Pedal. Yes. Yes. Um, and Joey and Byron also play in Mathematics. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which, another one of my favorite little punk bands. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, and Chris in the dress for the mathematics. That's, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's you guys all with the black shirts and the white ties. Right. And then that dress. It's just, it works. You know. Some people, like, be freaked out by it. I think it's cool as fuck. It's, it's so fun. It's so yeah. cool. You get, like, every once in a while you get some, some asshole who wants to fight Chris. Which... You would think in 2018 that wouldn't be a thing, but it still is sometimes. Yeah, unfortunately, we're still in America. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you'd, you'd think we'd move past 1950. Yeah. Uh, we're, I, we're not there yet. I had a very, very wonderful moment after we recorded, because of course he recorded in the dress. Uh, I had a wonderful moment one night at a bar where I was literally getting ready to fight two, uh, two guys because they were going to beat him up while he's wearing the dress and I just had this little yeah. moment in my like like what are you doing with your life right now where you're in the situation in a bar about to fight two people with your friend in a dress it was, <laughs> it was really interesting <laughs> man you know if, if, if I was standing next to Chris and somebody started some shit like that I'd probably jump right in fuck yeah, yeah. you know and that's what friends are for for one yeah you know and two I don't care if you wear a dress or I mean Chet no 
at one point I had a bustier and you know yeah what the hell are the stockings there the oh like the garters and stuff or yeah the fishnets fish yeah I mean it was a Halloween costume but you know and I'm I'm a bad looking woman so um, <laughs> we'll we'll check that out later oh trust me I am I am not at all good looking but no I don't I don't care if somebody gay, straight, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, I don't care. If you're good people, you're good people. Yeah. You know, and there's so many people in this country and in this world that don't get it. Yeah, and that sucks. You know, uh, <laughs> it really does. And it's unfortunate. Uh, but, Lust Kill, you guys played Ramon's Athon 2017. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you played 2018 Ramones of Time, which was the eighth one, as Loud Pedal. Yeah. So what? How did? How did? So what happened was Lust Kill. We got together and we ended up like, okay, we we got invited to do Ramones of Time, which I had played in a, mm-hmm. an older band called Hot Sleeves. I played in a glam band for a while, and we had that. Done, I can easily imagine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Back when I still had hair, it was crazy. But we uh we played Ramones with on a couple times and we got invited and um, I I love and I do this in mathematics too I just love like hammering down strokes that Johnny Ramones my biggest oh, yeah. musical influence I never would have guessed <laughs> and I, I I wanted to do it right and we you know Lust Kill it was already established and playing out some but we still fairly knew at that point we wanted to have a singer we wanted to have a singer for the Ramones with on show and so um, I actually uh, Mike Toombs, he's my uncle Mike. He basically, I, we found out through karaoke, he's a fantastic singer, really great singer. He does not need a microphone. You know, he's the he loudest, the loudest person I've so ever he can met in my life. His voice. Absolutely. Oh my god, he is there the loud, the loudest person I've ever met in my entire life. That's kind of the name, loud pedal. Um, now is he related to you? You said your uncle. Yeah, he, so he's uh, not a ton of years in between us, but yeah. his uncle was loud. <laughs> well, it's, it's so funny. People tell me all the time, "Oh, you're really loud." I'm like, "No, I'm not." You don't know loud. <laughs> but he, um, he jumped into it. I mean, he's lifelong punk Ramones fan and everything else. And so we played and we practiced and we we went and played that show and just killed it. Loved it. I mean, just loved it. And you know, kind of after the fact, there was like a little bit of a letdown of like, "Oh, well, we had been practicing with Mike and hanging out and like, I still." Want to do Lust Kill and do the sappy pop punk love songs, but then there's also this like other thing we did that was so fun. Right. And we ended up, uh, so we ended up kind of sitting around one night a few weeks after, and we ended up like, well, what if we just did a bunch of covers, right. all done really fast and punk? And we can do it because we can both practice on the same night. <laughs> right. Yeah. So oh, yeah. like, <laughs> two birds one stone. Yeah. Time. Yeah. And so we um, we ended up like putting together a set list and it's like it's all 60s and 70s stuff for loud pedal and some 80s I guess but it's like you know your good stuff the zombies the cars you know the stones um what else are we doing in there like well we got a uh Nana, S- but Sinatra, seven seconds Elvis version. Costello, yeah, Elvis Costello, like yeah. So it's like you throw Byron plays a just a hardcore drum beat to these mm-hmm. songs, and we play them twice as fast, and it's just a riot. It's super fun. Yeah, nice, very we're, nice. Yeah, that band we're playing out uh, December fourteenth at Ruby yeah. Tuesdays. Uh, that's so, loud pedal playing. Yes, that's loud pedal. So if you want to come see some really hopped up fast fast covers, uh, come check it out. Yeah, but that's well, kind of how that formed nice nice well I tell you what we're gonna play some music right. and this is from a new split 7 inch that you're doing with Mumula first track we're playing today is Jet Jaguar by Lust Kill on the Cat Club Podcast
Jet Jaguar, my lust kill right here on the Cat Club podcast. It was literally one minute and 42 seconds of pure awesomeness. And if, you know, you don't like the song, give it a minute and a half, you'll hear another one. <laughs> but how can you not like that one? So, Joey, tell us about Jet Jaguar. Uh, yeah. Who wrote that one? Was it... Was it so I, I wrote the I wrote the lyrics and I kind of had the riff and um but we really put it together. I mean it was not a lot of that bounciness of that song and the how upbeat it is and um was Kurt and Byron figuring that out. But I I had a VHS tape of um the 70s Godzilla movie like it was Godzilla versus Megalon I think and I when this was when I was like five years old I ran that VHS tape into the ground I loved Jet Jaguars this giant fighting robot who had changed sizes and he never talked and he was totally weird and just had this crazy creepy smile and I was just obsessed with him as a kid <laughs> one day I like I, I just came uh, I was just driving I'm like there needs to be a song about him and I did some research and I was like trying to look around and like no one had ever wrote a song about him he had his own theme song from the movie and Mystery Science Theater <laughs> <laughs> Mystery Science Theater did a version of his theme song oh, but I couldn't find anybody else that had ever wrote a song about Jet Jaguar and it, that one came together quick well I mean yeah. how cool would all, all the old Godzilla movies be if they had music like <laughs> that's, that's what happens him. when you talk about your old Godzilla movies <laughs> <Yes>. good lord <laughs> that was the secret word of old Godzilla he's, movies he's, he's right but no, how cool would those old Godzilla movies be if they had music like Jet Jaguar? Yeah, all right, that would be great. But keeping with the the English overdubs, yes. yeah, for yeah, sure. Well, sure. when when we sing that song, I try to like move my mouth too many times for the lyrics. It's just like it's badly overdubbed. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kurt, Kurt's a big science uh, fiction yeah, guy too. I like my sci-fi. Yeah, like early sci-fi, late like yeah, new like, sci-fi. What? If it was on Mystery Science Theater, I've I've watched the original oh. at some point. But after probably after seeing it there, maybe not. But <laughs> you know why so many people identify with Mystery Science Theater? Because we've all done that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. With our friends watching a movie, and we sit there, and it's you know. Friends, friends of ours, we used to do that with uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's fantastic. Did the Chuck Norris didn't show up at your front door? No. That, that was, I mean, there's so much material to work with on that. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> He's taller than a horse in some, some set. <laughs> yeah, that movie night was a thing. Like and, the horse and, stand in the ditch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie night was a thing. I mean, it's, it's just something that we've all done throughout our lives, whether it's with movies, whether it's with TV shows. You sit there and, and you talk to the TV, and you okay. I can write better dialogue than what they have there, you know. And, and you come up with it. Usually, it's a lot funnier and whatnot. Except in my case, it's just usually way out in left field, and people just can't follow it. <laughs> you know. Yes, ask anybody. I'm I'm just kind of out there anyway, space cadet that I am. Um, but Lust Kill, uh, you have a show coming up. You have a couple. Yeah. Well, you've got. You've got one coming up on December 1st. That's the next yes, one. Yes, yes. So that's our next show. That's a Shrunken Head. And that is... Uh, that's going to be a fun, yes. fun show. It's going to be a super fun show. But um, um, Yeah, because we're playing with Howling Commandos. Howling Commandos. Nerd, 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 Nerd Table. Nerd Table. Yeah. Um, whole lot of great bands. Um, and we're going to talk about more of your upcoming shows with both Lost Kill and Loud Pedal. But we have to take our first break. We're going to come back on the other side. With more music, more stories. They are Lust Kill. I am Rick Death, and this is the Cat Club Podcast. Hey, this is not a test. This is rock and roll. Do you have a small beaver? Or maybe a big beaver? Are you tired of your beaver being soaking wet after hours chasing her in the park? Then this is the product for you. Beaver Retriever. Make your beaver come when you want. This small whistle attracts beaver from all over. One blow on the trusty beaver retriever, and you'll be amazed at how fast your beaver comes. Running. Beaver retriever. Make your beaver come when you want. If you're a beaver owner, you'll know that there's nothing worse than an unruly or unkempt beaver. But with new beaver retriever, you can be assured of total beaver control. Beaver retriever. Make your beaver come when you want. Oh, 
good beaver. You love being stroked, don't you? Let's get ready to rumble! Welcome back to the Cat Club Podcast. We have our very own beaver retriever right here in the studio. We always keep it here handy. <laughs> Joe, you were, you, I thought you were like, stop breathing or something. You were laughing so hard there. So it's my mom, uh, this sounds like a joke. My mom's maiden name is Beavers. <laughs> and I also have an Aunt Sandy. Oh, no. So when they hear this, <laughs> I'm not, I'm oh, not no. joking. <laughs> They found out at her work. She's married now. She has a different name, but she was, yeah, Sandy Beavers. Wow. I should feel bad, but I don't. Because, it's you know. awesome. Because <laughs> I, I am that asshole, so, you know. My excuse is I'm from New York, and, you know, we're being assholes in our DNA. Nice. So, we don't have, to, don't have that to worry about. Hey, Rick's walking here. He's walking here. Forget about it. Or as I like to say, how you doing? Oh, I love that. How you doing? Yeah. Um, I'm fine. <laughs> how you doing? How are you? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, but let's go. You're playing uh, Shrunken Head on December 1st. Yep. Yeah. Um, just $5 to get in. 18 yeah. plus show. So all you kids, come on out and see a fantastic band. I've actually... Well, I haven't seen Let's Go, but... Seen Loud Pedal, mm-hmm. plus a singer. Seen Holland Commandos. Yeah, they're great. Joe Seventy Four. Yeah, I haven't seen Nerd Table yet, though. Well, I have not either. I haven't either. I, th- I want to say that I have. It's been many years ago. Yeah, I'm excited to check them out. Yep. And the truck and head, the sound there. Yeah, Nick the sound yeah, guy. Nick, Nick, Nick the Nick sound Manitoulos. guy knows yeah, yeah. what is up. He's, he's my favorite sound guy in Columbus. He gets, get better, he gets better all the time. Every time I come in there, it's, it's, I, it's, it's so hard for me. I like I really like my rig, how I like it, and I have it dialed. And he's the only sound guy who he'll come up to me and be like, turn your treble down, turn down your high end a little bit, and I'll just listen to him. And I'll just do it because he, <laughs> he knows how to make well, it sound he has, pretty. He also does, because uh, they have the recording studio there. Yeah. Trunk and head. Right. So he's, you know, engineering in there. Yeah. In a studio setting. But he's engineering all the live shows. Yeah. All the time. No, he's great. And he's one of those sound guys. I mean, yeah, he uses the iPad because that's what the kids use these days. Right. Um, which, hey, I'm fine with that. Yeah, plus until, you until your computer crashes and then what are you going to do? <laughs> right. um, but I've, I've been to enough shows at the Shrunken Head where he's walking through the crowd throughout the whole night. Yeah, he wants to hear yeah. how it sounds in every part of the club. I mean, that's literally the... <clears throat> Only club that I don't feel I have to wear earplugs in mm-hmm. because it's not piercing my ears. Mm-hmm. You know, I, there's there's all the different clubs around town. I've been to a majority of them, not all of them, but a majority of, of the the rock clubs and whatnot. And I have to stand in certain places if I'm there to like review a show or, or whatnot because I don't like wearing earplugs because it, I don't hear everything that I want. Yeah, to hear. for sure. So I have to stand. You know, usually. Where I'm hearing more stage sound than PA sound, yeah, um, just because of that, because it's so loud or more piercing and whatnot, and I don't have to do that at the Shrunken Head. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm really excited to hear you guys at the Shrunken Head. Yeah, great, great venue. One of our favorites. So you said you had more shows. Yeah, so we um, we got the date booked for our record release. Uh, when is that releasing? Twelve twenty one, December twenty first. Um, we're having a record release show um, at Tree Bar, and that's with Mamula. We actually put out a, a split record with Mamula, and we don't have all four bands together yet. But it sounds like uh, the Scratches will be on that show with us, um, and we're still figuring out the fourth. Right. But yeah, Tree Bar on December twenty first, and that's going to be just a blast. Nice. December 21st. And the 7-inch will be available for purchase that night? Yes, it will. At the Tree Bar, which is always a good thing. Yeah. Now, Momula, that's a band I haven't seen live yet. Wow, so you should. I you to. should see there. I know, I need to rectify that. I love their music. Obviously, we're putting out a split with them, so there's a little bit of bias, but they um they yeah. they are the just nicest people I have ever met in Columbus. Mm-hmm. I, all of them collectively, every single one, they're the nicest uh, people. They are our band's best friend. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're dating yeah, their band. We're dating Mummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Is it like exclusive or? Well, you know, I mean, I don't know. We'd like I, to think so. I like to <laughs> dip into Prime Directive every once in a while with the scratches, but yeah, no, like that's they're, they're, that's like our some Yeah, that's that's our main uh, that's our main gal, Momula. There you go. We you can't go wrong with that though. We I I remember they because I'm I'm just and we all love the Ramones. I'm just that is my favorite band in the world, and I um they they would cover Slug uh, by the Ramones, and so it became a thing where like. We started screaming it at them every show, right. and even when they didn't want to play it, we just scream it over and over again <laughs> until, until they play, until they would play it until they would play. And it. so then one time they went, "Well, if you want to hear it so bad, why don't you guys come up and play it?" Yeah, I talked to Eric. But I said, "You know, it would be really cool if you'd let us come up there and just you know, just take over the stage one of these times." We're always harassing you for it, anyways. He said, "You know, I, I think we can, the guys will get on board with that." <laughs> so, so that turned into a thing for a while, and actually, that's also shows. kind of with loud pedal. We've probably done it five or six times. Where like we crashed <laughs> their set, grabbed their instruments, and they would all still sing the, all the vocals and everything. And Mike, Mike from with loud pedal, he would sing it. It was so much fun, and we used to do that like crazy. Actually, what's really funny, before the split came together, um, they secretly recorded Lust Kill at Shrunken Head one night, and we didn't know. Which is available on, on Bandcamp. Yes. Yes? Yes. Yes, it is. That's correct. But yes, it is. They, uh, and that might be a you good one for the next next song, but they, um, they ended up covering uh, Satan Satan's My Girl as a surprise to us one oh, night. Oh, very nice. And it was so funny. We were standing there... Uh, Standing there at Shrunken Head, and like they start playing this song, and I'm like, "Why do I know this song?" And I'm like, "I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> same thing. This is why do why, what, 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 what's going what, on?" What, what, no, it was like song? seriously. I was like, I was just like, oh, why, "What is this song?" Really and then like I was apparently the only person that was just totally oblivious. They started singing the lyrics. I'm like, "Holy shit, that Satan's my girl." <laughs> I, I, Wait a minute, we have a song called that too. I, I had just stepped outside to get some fresh air. I'm like, I know that song. <laughs> I had to run back in. They they. Took and our shtick too, and they they made it a little more uh, yeah they, they a little faster and harder. Yeah, they rocked play. it up more. They played it a lot harder than it was we super played. Super aggressive. Yeah. Well, we, we, that night was a big night because we played with uh, was it the Jasons? The Jasons. Yeah, was Parade was Raider on that bill? I think so. Yeah, I think that was another great band. Yeah. I mean, Mongula. Oh, I, I take it back. I did see them at Ramonsathon this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should go check them out. They are just all kinds. The of thing I like about their goodness. sound, though. Um, listening because I've listened mm-hmm. to a ton of their music. Yeah, is they really remind me of the Cramps, but without the rockabilly. Yeah, mm. there you go. Yeah, the uh, Cramps. Yeah, that nice wet drippy reverb all yeah. over everything. Yes. And and I'm gonna make a comparison with you guys, mm-hmm. Lust Kill, that I don't know if you guys either haven't thought about or nobody said to you before. But this is I'm, it's a vibe I get mm-hmm. when, I, when I've heard these three songs. Early era, and I'm talking like Blue Album era. Weezer, really? This, never heard that comparison, but it's welcomed. These three songs, great. That was a great era. Was a great these era. these three songs uh, that we're playing today from the new split seven inch. Uh, to me, it's it's the three songs that Rivers Cuomo wished he <laughs> had wrote. It's like if Rivers could talk to a girl. And, <laughs> after, after doing, he blew it when he recorded Africa. Right. After, after, Never gonna uh, happen now. That's, that's only after Rivers did a Tony Montana pile of cocaine. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, there you go. You know, really, but that's but that's the vibe I'm getting. It's well, like, thank you. It's welcome. Oh, no, we we, we love Weezer. A little bit of Weezer, but you know what? We got to play some more music. Okay. Here is the second track from the split seven inch. By Lust Kill, the song is called Satan's My Girl, and you're hearing it on the Cash Club Podcast.
Satan's My Girl by Lustkill. For all the guys out there, we've all dated the devil incarnated at some point. So that song speaks to all of us. Uh, Joe, you wrote that, not that you're much past your teen years. Right. <laughs> I, sure, I certainly don't act Bald like head it. notwithstanding. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but you wrote that song, and the the third song that we're going to hear, uh, Drive Through, when you were in your, what, mid-teens? Yeah, I was like 16, 17, somewhere in there. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote that song, um, Satan's My Girl. It was there, It's a combination of a lot of girls, and it's like it's it, really an emphasis on you still love that person. I, it, I've never wrote a song where I'm just, like, shitting on anybody or any relationship. I don't try to, like, really, you know, like, I might... I might Satan's my girl is a love song. Yeah, well, that's 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 what the the emphasis should be on that. It it was again, it was a combination of like a couple different girls, but the main thing that inspired that was I, I was when I was sixteen, I, I started dating this twenty three year old girl, and um, there was probably something wrong with her if she was willing to date a sixteen year old boy. <laughs> she was in college, and she asked me if I wanted to date, and I said sure. I very quickly, like within a day, realized you felt I, like a stud, though, didn't you? No, I didn't even like. I don't even know what I felt like. I just was like, I didn't even like this girl at all. Oh, really? But I very proudly go tell my mom, "Hey, I'm dating a girl in college," and she freaked. And she, my mom As is every my mom should. My mom's very cool, but she freaked, and she's like, "No, you're not. You're not dating that girl." And I'm like, "I'm gonna date her even harder now." Like I'm just like, you know what I mean? So I ended up dating this girl for like a month that I didn't even like because it was making my mom furious. <laughs> And so I wrote, I ended up writing that song about that. And yeah, that's just kind of been like the, the goal. Did she smoke, for, like smoke though? I, she, I don't even know if she smoked or not, but there was definitely girls I was like, you know, it's when you're 16, girls think they're really cool and smoke in high school and stuff. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I was uh, all about that. I didn't smoke, but I was like really about girls that did because, you know, that's cool. But smoking's <laughs> cool. Smoking's cool. If you smoking's smoke, you will be cool, I promise. <laughs> yeah, I never thought I was cool when I smoked. I did. <laughs> That's the only cool thing about me. <laughs> oh, Byron, I'll be honest with you. I've never been cool in my life. But you know what? At least That's only cool to me. <laughs> Just smoke in front of a mirror like, look how cool I look right now. God damn, that's a cool motherfucker. <laughs> it was just, it was one of those things where I just, you know, smoked the first one and I enjoyed it too much. It's my personality. Mm-hmm. We have to take another break. We're going to come back on the other side. More stories, more music. They are Joey, Byron, and Kurt. I'm Rick. This is the Cat Club Podcast. Welcome to Rock and Roll High School. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Hairgel Overgeller. Mr. Hairgel Overgeller. Less ambitious men stop with two-in-one shampoo, but you put in countless hours, tireless dedication, and a five-gallon drum of industrial adhesive. Sticky goo. Like a lacquered hedgehog or oily porcupine, what woman wouldn't want to run her fingers through your razor-sharp stalagmites of hair? Or is it stalactites? Wind, water, stray bullets, even repeated hammer blows. Nothing can muss your immovable mane. I've got a hair helmet. So crack open an ice-cold Bud Light, oh master of the moose. And while you're at it, crack open another bucket of goo. Mr. Hair Gel over Bud Light beer at Isaac St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Now, come on, now crank this mother up. And we're back. The Cat Club Podcast, the sweetest smelling podcast in the world, according to absolutely nobody. Unless, of course, well, we do use Old Spice here on the Cat Club Podcast, mm. so we have that going for us. Uh, I'm your host, Rick Geffen. With me in the studio, Joey Yates, Byron Weaver, and Kurt Gordon, better known as Lust Kill. Just a fantastic fucking name. I have to say that. That was, that was that was all Byron. We were sitting at his kitchen table and we were trying to bounce through names because, again, we didn't want to be Night of the Living Fleshlight. And uh, Byron, after hearing some of the subject matter, I think you were just like, what about Lust Kill? Although you need to do a one-off show as Night of the Living Fleshlight. That would be a good Halloween show. We could all dress in like big paper mache fleshlights. Oh, that would be great. And do, just have a flashlight for the microphone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a one. It's screaming to be one-offed. 
<laughs> yeah, it, uh, that Just would be good. Alone. That's yeah. I that, I was like I loved that name. You know I'll be there. <laughs> you know I'll be there. I'd have yeah. to be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywhere there's a flashlight, there's, there's because, well, it's 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 campy enough <laughs> and strange enough that I would really dig it. Yeah, so, a um, lot of people dig flashlights. <laughs> they do more than dig them. We don't need to fall down that rabbit hole. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? Oh, I see yeah, what you did okay. there. Uh, yeah, we're getting we're getting silly here. Um, <laughs> With the Miller High Life, courtesy of Lust Kill. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, so this much is our this. sponsored beer. Uh, I would just like to say that um, <laughs> as, as much as I enjoyed that that Bud Light ad, Miller High Life is the superior cheap beer to anything. It's the champagne of beers. It has always been the champagne. Definitely of beers. better than hams. Hams can go kick rocks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But High Life's good. We actually so we we have a song called uh, a called Blatz. Yeah, I might give it a run for its money. The, the only like I, the only other one we see floating around of cheap beer is Black Label. That's my fault. Black Label in the United States is a shit beer, always has been. But now it's you go across the border. <laughs> <laughs> no. Here's the thing though: you go across the border in Canada, it's really is it good. A, is it a delicacy? It, well, not a delicacy. It's because they put maple syrup in it. I bet. Sweet nothings in French. Oh, oh hell yeah! Yeah, we've got a new drink. Actually, Lust Kills invented a drink. It's uh, maple syrup and a black label. And then Kurt, Kurt will whisper French sweet nothings in your ear while you drink it. Right on. And See we'll call it yeah, like the Fleshlight Special. Je mange le plat. Je mange le plat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I, I haven't <laughs> had black label since. Oh my god, 1989, Kurt. Wow. Uh, that, was, that was my that. that was my beer of choice at Bernie's for for a long time. Bourbon Street, uh, Cafe Bourbon Street has it. Really? Uh, yeah. You should get I've never been. To, I've never been you know to Cafe Bourbon Street. store. They have the, the Blatz the there also. Ooh, they do. That, that, that's there. the free yep. beer that if you're playing there, it's yep. the Blatz. So. Really? Ooh. Yep. Uh, yeah. We actually we wrote a song uh, called Beer Song, and it's all about. It's just a love letter. It's a it's our, our our hardest song. Beer. Probably it's a hardcore yeah. song, and it is like. It's so the only non-pop punk thing we did, but it's about <laughs> our just a love letter to Miller High Life. Yes, because um, it's my beer and it's the champagne of beers. But well, I mean, look at all the bands over the years that have written songs about beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the two that jumped to my mind right off the top of my head: Gangrene, mm-hmm. with pretty much every song they ever fucking had. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, kicking off most shows with "Let's Drink Some Beer." Absolutely. Which is the way you have to start off a punk rock show. Right. Um, and Murphy's Law yeah. with Beer Bomb. Yeah, Beer Bomb. Yeah. You know. okay, but Murphy's Law, that's a band it. you just don't hear too many people talk about yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, great so band. Good. Great, great band. Oh. We just but, watched a band, an indie cover. Uh, they covered Alcohol by Gangrene. Nice. It was so good. Was I, was, I was just really screaming really the words along. How, how could you like not just scream the words to that song? Best cover song I ever heard Dan Green do was Voices Carry. Yeah, yes. yeah, they're great. Yeah, so we've seen, we've seen. I mean, Amy Mann even loved that. Song. Yeah, that he hit a band called Rat Trap, and we saw them a couple times. Yeah. They, they played it those times. We saw them. Yeah, along with alcohol. Yeah, Chris Doherty, we're you're in our uh, you're in our thoughts, buddy. Um, yeah. Hopefully things are getting better. But yeah, we we've, we've seen him do Till Tuesday, and like it's just the best. It's yeah. so neat. That guy rips on guitar like nobody I've ever seen. Yeah. He plays a big Gretsch. He's such a little guy. He plays this big giant Gretsch. So it makes it look like a stand-up bass he's holding or something. So killer. <laughs> well, it's not like Gretsches are small guitars anyway. No, I love Gretsches. I don't play in any projects that really warrant a Gretsch, but my dad's got a bunch of like really neat Gretsches and stuff from the 60s and stuff. And I like, oh, nice. Yeah, I love yeah. playing They have Gretches. a great tone. Yeah. They're killer. They sound and they're they're hot rods. They they're total hot rods oh, yeah. when you look at them. Yeah. They're gorgeous. I mean Reverend Horton Heat. I mean, mm. seen him oh, play yeah. those for Jesus. years. Yeah. He's got his own model, isn't he? Yeah, he's you know, he's a. Uh, I've been into the Rev for twenty five, almost thirty years oh, yeah. so at this point. You know, yeah. I can't believe they're playing the Rumba Cafe. Yeah, I think I that I, I think that like, venue is too really? small for them. Oh, just way based, I mean, like just too was, small. I love that, they but like sold out Scully's two years ago. What happened? Yeah. He could sell out the Newport. Hashtag free he, water. Well, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was thinking back to uh, back to the mid that's, to late nineties. That's the, the Newport. Yeah. Hashtag free water. Yeah, that's the scratches. Okay. Late nineties. Didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, no, <laughs> mid to late nineties. It was like, you know, the rev was at the Newport constantly. Yep. Yeah. Constantly, and and it was always a packed house. Yeah. Now it's it's been all I want to say. I want I want to say eight to ten years since I've seen the rev. Yeah. 
live. And the last time I saw him live was at the Hard Rock Cafe in Cleveland. Oh, yeah. I saw him in Cleveland for I, dinner and a and a show. I saw him like two or three it's, years ago. He opened for the Addicts, which is God is another fun live band. They're like guar with confetti, but uh, he was God. He was so killer. Rainbow colored confetti. Yes. Sweet. Oh yeah. Nice. Very nice. Um, the three songs. I love the music. I love the three songs. Three songs is not enough from you guys. No. Because you, you... I say a lot, but you left me wanting more. Yes. Well, that's I need typical of us, but, you know, that's kind of that's kind of what we've... Uh, <laughs> Mumula made jokes, but they, like, when they, they asked us to do the split with them, and they were like, well, it's because we got sick of... They said they, they got sick of not having anything recorded by Lustkill. And, you know, which was a nice compliment, but it's like, you know, we... You gotta come out and see us live. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. It's, I mean... It, it, yeah, but see, when I can't see you live, I want to be able to still hear you. Yeah, well... That's that's the ticket, kids. Mm-hmm. For 60 bucks an hour, I will privately Skype you and just do whatever. <laughs> like, whatever you want. Really? I mean, whatever. Okay. <laughs> He's not talking about music. <laughs> oh, I, I, I got that, Myron. <laughs> what you don't know enough about me is that my brain's already turning. So... <laughs> It's like um, 60 bucks an hour. It's like, I wonder if that kid can fit a phone book in his mouth. <laughs> Depends on which city. <laughs> We're talking Chicago size phone book. Depends on which city. But you know what? We need to play the third song from the split. My personal favorite of the three, although all three songs are killer tracks. Thanks. This one is another track that I totally, totally can relate to. It's called Drive Through. The band is called Lust Kill. And you're listening to the Cat Club Podcast. Through by Lust Kill. Oh my god, my favorite song of the three. Cracking great tune. Plus the fact that I totally can, totally can relate to that. That, you know, going through a drive through and it's like, yeah, I bought food just so I could see her again. Yeah, right? And I didn't even eat the food, I threw it away. <laughs> it's like, you know, what do we, like you said, what do I do with all this Chinese food? <laughs> it's like, okay, um, call up your friends. Hey, anybody hungry? Right. Uh, is that another track you wrote when you were 16? Yeah, uh, I think it was like 17 or 18. I had just gotten my license and I, I went through Panda Express and there is an, I, I super, super, super cute Asian girl working in the drive-thru and I just was like enamored. You just wanted a taste of the Far East. I did, yeah. Which is, I mean, that's, yeah, who doesn't want that? That's great. It's fantastic. But I just like, I, I just like fell in love with her. I was just like, oh my God, this is this girl who has literally said four words to me, and I just, I was so about it, and I literally... It was actually five. May I take your order? Yeah, right, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Why are you staring at me? <laughs> it's so real. I, 
I had all of the words done uh, on the drive home uh, from the drive-thru. Like, I had all the lyrics that were already done. I had it all worked out in my head, and I was sitting there, and I was singing it over and over and over again, and I got home, and I just, like, recorded the lyrics, and the music kind of came pretty quick. But, yeah, it was, like, it was another one I wrote when I was younger, and it's, it's just held a great place in my heart. What's, what's fun now is, like, you, you go through the drive-thru and it's like playing a game of like every time I go get Panda Express anymore I'm like well would I be in love with this person or not and most of the time it's like not not no, but no. like you know it's you know like they're still but nice. there's they're that, always pretty there's that one in 50 or so yeah that you go well, through uh, yeah and, I don't know that one girl I, I, I never like I saw her like a few times because I was going like I was going every day to Panda Express. She probably thought I was a maniac. And I was like, stalker alert. Yeah, yeah. No, I was like, I just kept going. And I was like, not saying anything to her. Not saying it. She was like, all smiles to me. She was super sweet. And I was just like, uh, uh, cool. Okay. Well, I'll be back tomorrow, I guess, for more uh, bad Chinese food. You actually were at a loss for words. Yeah, which is not a normal thing for me. Because I, I talk say, a lot. Strange. Yeah, no, that girl, she yeah, she was like... She was, probably also could figure out why you didn't weigh 300 pounds. Yeah, I know. Well, that was, yeah, I was like, I weighed 140 pounds, and I was just eating Chinese food like it was my job. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Chinese food, if you think about it, and it's the MSG, if they if it's, you know, well, authentic Chinese food. Um, you the thing, eat I was it, just, and half an hour later, you're still hungry. Right, yeah. Right. You know, you feel full, but then all, all of a sudden, it's like, boom, it wears off, and you're hungry again. Yeah. So, so and it just, it makes me giggle every time, because, like, I'll go through, I'll go through the drive-thru at Panda Express now, I'll see, like, some guy or some girl or whatever, and I'm just like, this is so weird, because we wrote a song about, like, <laughs> about this, and it's a goofy thing, and super fun, but, yeah, no, that was, uh, that was, those are probably my favorite, like, it, again, I was super young, but those are probably my favorite lyrics I've ever wrote. I mean, it's, it's... It's so real life, and that's that's mm-hmm. where I totally hear the Ramones, right? In the speed of the songs, that they, you know that that driving rhythm on on the drums. I mean, it's it's Mark your own, Tommy Ramone, just that that fast beat. But lyrically, I mean, you know, you're you're writing songs about what happened to you when you know you were a boy young meets kid. girl, boy, boy meets girl, girl meets girl, girl. Girl works at Panda. Girl Express. works Chinese food. Boy, boy buys way too much Panda <laughs> Express food <laughs> and God, still doesn't get a date. We we make jokes. We try to kill Byron because we like all these songs are fast, but man, we try to really get on those 16th notes on things. Oh yeah, the songs just keep seeming to get faster and faster. And that's the way it should be. But we have to take our final break. We're gonna come back on the other side with a live track by Lust Kill. This is the Cat Club Podcast. This is the music show your mother warned you about. Stan has issues. They came to the house. They said they were the job, but no, I ended up with a Stan needs gotgripe.com. It's more productive. He can file a complaint anytime, anywhere, against anyone, get their attention faster, resolve issues faster, and help future customers avoid getting with a pogo stick until february it's free get a free gotgripe.com t-shirt and win a free ipod nano for the best chosen gripe take that you of a goat be heard get results gotgripe.com if all radio stations in town were palm trees we'd be the one with the biggest coconuts yeah that's right we've we've got the biggest coconuts you're not gonna like. Coconuts. You're not gonna step on me when I have to talk about my coconuts. Because <laughs> that's what we do here on the Cat Club Podcast. Big coconuts. Big coconuts. Are We're they not just, afraid to let everybody know? Are they filled with cocoa? They're filled with whatever you want it to be, Joey. <laughs> Sweet. Your eyes got real big. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the only thing that got real big. <laughs> Teeing them up as well it should. Uh, Joey Yates, Byron Weaver. Kurt Gordon, better known as Lust Kill. Uh, I am Rick Gethin. This is the Cat Club Podcast. You've already heard, or for our faithful listeners, you've already heard three songs, three brand new songs, mm-hmm. um, that if you've never seen the band live, you will have never heard. Yeah. Because they're not available yet. Won't be available until December 21st. Um, so you have to see them live because you are playing them live. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It's a vinyl... vinyl 45 and uh, obviously like everyone does it'll come with the digital download codes for it um, so come out to the show because it is 2018 it is 2018 is it really yeah unfortunately unfortunately yeah it means I'm just one year closer to death at this point wow <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 
Yeah. Well, hey, as Bob Dylan once said, if you're not busy being born, you're busy dying. Oh, I like and it. I'm way past yeah. the point of busy being born. I was not living third actually. So it's what? It's actually played at thirty three. Oh, it's played at thirty three. My bad. Ooh. I don't know how to do that's the, how you cram. I don't. Songs on the, I don't. Uh, on a I'm I'm twenty six. I don't know about the music frisbees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what this is. The guy's just over here to do it. Wow. <laughs> what's, really, what's really scary is sitting in this room. I have a concert T-shirt in the studio. A concert T-shirt that is way older than you, yeah. Joey. It probably talks way less than that me as well. No, the Ramones T-shirt that the guys are pointing at uh, yeah. from the Road to Ruin tour, it's 1979. Yeah, older than which me. they did play Columbus on that tour. Yes, uh, but the plasmatics—that's that, a replica. That's yeah, Wendy Williams. Oh my God! Oh, what a what a is, what a gorgeous gorgeous school bus blowing up girl. That that plasmatic T-shirt that our our lovely teddy bear is modeling here in the studio. Oh, it's so killer! Is authentic, 1984 coup d'état. Wow. No, the plasmatics were fantastic. They're so fun. Oh God, yeah. Ahead of their time. Oh yeah, they for really sure. Were. And I, I just oh I love. I that was stuff. still ten years out from hearing them for the first time. Mm. In '84, yeah, yeah, would have been. Yeah, but once you hear them, you can't go back. Nope, that was it. You know. No. What about you, Byron? Name, name, name a band. I'm not saying the ultimate band, but just a band that had a huge influence on you when you were young. That's a tough one because I listen to so much stuff. If you say "38 Special," I will throw this beer. I will, I will laugh so hard. It would be, it would be the, like, hey, "Hey, if you throw the beer, I I'm love 38 Special Kirk real loosely." <laughs> oh, hey, wow! What the, the longest-lasting influence has to still be the Ramones for me. Very nice. Black Flag, Descendants. The big three, yeah. yeah. Oh look, they got yeah. this. Is the cutest yeah. thing they have for for the listener. For the listener at home, they have they both have the black flag bars. And oh wait, now they're pressing them together. That's weird. Uh, what happens when you do that? On, on, uh, yeah, I just saw the Descendants in June. Awesome. I didn't. Punk I didn't. Rock Festival down at Legend Valley. That was amazing. Nice. I wasn't able to see closely. Is that a Dag Nasty tattoo you have no. over on the other side? No. Oh, the. No, I was the Down inside here. arm I was missing. Oh, there? Yeah. I wasn't able to see it earlier. I thought it was Dag Nasty. No, I, um, Black Flag and, and the Ramones were the two bands that really, I mean, that was my, coming into my teenage years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when those bands were starting, uh, Bad Religion was another one. Mm-hmm. Those, those three bands really just spoke to me. Yeah. On different levels. You know, it was like, you know, Bad Religion, it was mm-hmm. the political side of it. Sure, you know? yeah. You know, graphing mm-hmm. with this, just being so political, but with a such punk vibe and speed. Yeah. Um, Rollins just because he was so fucking angry at everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Hank. Hank. <laughs> Who can't oh, identify with that? He's the quietest guy in the world when he's God. not doing that. Yeah. Right. right. Um, and then the Ramones were just. I mean, that was that was my youth. I mean, everything mm-hmm. they were singing about. Well, not everything because you know I didn't score drugs and hope myself. Sniffing <laughs> glue, but by, uh, the glue, yes. Uh, <laughs> you have to remember my age, man. I was born before man first walked on the moon. All right, um, there was some glue sniffing. So there was some glue. What well, do you think got us to the moon? Uh, <laughs> it got us so high, we got to the moon. But it was hashtag me too. Those those three bands really uh, they they did it for me. And it's not they didn't spoil me because I still love hearing new music. Yeah. Um, but those really they had a huge influence uh, on me. Black, nervous Breakdown by Black Flag I, I will still defend to the death It might be the best punk song I ever wrote It's still definitely my warm up song on guitar For yeah. every show It is What about you Kurt? Actually. Do you have any What band, what band Kurt um, speaks you? know you? The Misfits got me into punk rock That was that was my initiation To punk rock was The Misfits You know it's so crazy because there's And I don't like making One of quote unquote Air quote new fans mm-hmm. Of a band because they get into a popular song, but I have to with with the Misfits and Glenn Danzig. <laughs> There's and so all the much people going on there. The Misfits <laughs> because of Mother. Oh yeah, oh for yeah, sure. for sure. Uh, Which by itself, standalone song, it's a fine song, but it's not a Misfits song. It is yeah. not a Misfits song. I was real into Danzig though too. Like I got, I kind of you know, I got in right at that point. Though it was the Misfits were done before I got into them, but. 
Misfits, Danzig. Uh, oh, yeah, I love Sam all Sam Hain was Michael was Michael Graves good, era Misfits too. It's all and, good. And all uh, it's fine. Michael Graves era yeah. was good. I saw yeah. them. This is a I point of contention in the in, 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 in the music scene. But I got to see the Misfits live <laughs> and four Eric, times. Three Eric, times at the Newport. <laughs> Eric Blair, I'm here to set the record straight. Michael Graves Misfits was the best Misfits there ever was. <laughs> oh, the worst like, song Michael Graves did was better than the best Danzig song. Trigger. <laughs> Trigger. One one more band I, I should add in with with um, Bad Religion, Black mm-hmm. Flag, and, and the Ramones for me, because it was almost it was really kind of the same period. My teenage years was Agent Orange. Oh, oh hell yeah, 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 yes. you know, um, yeah! I saw them at Rumba. Like they play Rumba once a year, obviously. Yep, but they God, just they just play this. They're here, they're here, they're here annually. Um, Go see them. No, actually, but I just saw them this past August. Yeah, um, and it had been before then. 26 years Wow Since I had seen them But the thing was The last time I saw them Was with the classic lineup Right yeah. of Brett Lyles Derek O'Brien And Mike Palm You know It was nice. just That classic Agent Orange sound Oh god But the band's fantastic They're Right still now still fantastic Yeah still No, We all love surf music anyways And it's like Angry yeah. skate punk So good yeah, to, oh, to be just... fair I'm old And I came into <laughs> punk late the, the bands I actually Listened to when I was young Really The Beatles mm-hmm. They were punk For their time though The Who Stones. Well, the Who were they, yeah. they were they were amazing, but uh, they still you know. But yeah, the, the biggest influence, like I said, was, was the Ramones. Yeah, the Black Ramones Flag. are yeah, the Ramones are probably the biggest descendants influence yeah. on me too. I mean, I tried to to be like Keith Moon for about thirty seconds, and then I just was like, okay, you're gonna kill yourself in about a minute if you try it. Yeah, um, but he was but he was <laughs> fucking great. He was insane, and just the way he would do these fills, mm-hmm. and and like he he would. With his with his drum fills, he would fill these little voids in a song, and it didn't sound like he was trying. Yeah, no. just, <laughs> just happened. You know, just, just happened. Bra, bra. But we need to play. Random. We need to play a final song. Sure. By you guys, this is a live version, and it's a cover song. Yeah, so by a band being, we've been talking about. Yeah, I'd love to hear this. Loud pedal. Um, so this is loud pedal covering the Ramones at Ramones a Thon Seven, two thousand seventeen. Amazing stuff. The song is called I Just Want to Have Something to Do on the Cat Club Podcast. song by Loud Pedal. I just want to have something to do. Recorded. Where was it recorded? Where, where big, was big Room Bar. Bar? Is that Big Room Bar? Yep. Yeah. It's all, it's, it used to be 2017. Cubs, but yeah, now it's Big Room so. Bar. Joey is uh, holding one of 
the studio cats. I found a kitty because it's the Cat Club podcast. That is that is Ruby. I'm recently converted. I was always a dog person, and now cats she's, are fine. she's a lover. We're as as you can tell, we have both dogs and cats here. Yeah, right? at the Cat Club podcast. Um, Four legged friends are the best friends. Oh sure. <laughs> you know, they, they, all they, you know, they they want to be fed, they want to be walked, they want to be petted, and do well, you know. <laughs> nice, Joey. We don't need to hear about your sex life. <laughs> we really don't. A lot of heavy. Pet well, then maybe, maybe maybe we should. It might make the show more interesting. I mean, I don't know. You want to, where do you want to get started with that? It's 2018. Yeah. E- eating ass is out and drinking pee is in. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Um, I've, I've got the next cover well, you need to do is loud pedal. Yeah. Mondo Bondage by the Tubes. There you go. Yeah. The Tubes are great. It fits right in with Joey's yeah, like, persona. Well, sure. so. Yeah. Um, but no, you guys, you're, you're playing uh, your next show as Lust Kill December 1st. Yep. December 1st. At the Shrunken Head. Yep. Mm-hmm. With some great bands. Nerd Table. Yes. Howling Commandos. Howling Commandos, Joey 74. Yes. Yes. Um, It'll be a lot of fun. Five bucks to get in, 18 plus. Kids, come on out, support local music. Uh, you know, I'm going to be there. I mean, I already awesome. put on the Fantastic. event click going. I'm going to fucking be there. Oh, you're going to love it. Um, you know, it's It'll be fun. all the bands I like. Last I haven't time heard did. Nerd Table yet, but three of the four. Yeah. So, hey, for five bucks. Yeah. Last time we played out, we all took our clothes off. That was fun. Yes, we, we did. We did do that. Sweet. Yeah. Yes. As, I mean, did, as did all the bands that we played with. We, did, I, I we upped the ante, so yeah. they had to. Uh, they had to follow suit. I will have to make sure that I follow blindfold suit. And then on December twenty first at the Tree Bar, <laughs> yes. you're playing the Mummy Love for the split seven inch single yep. release. Yeah. We'll see you there. When you're when you're telling these little stories, here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. And as most listeners know, I am anything but interesting. But my guests this week were completely and totally interesting. Lustkill, Joey Yates, Byron Weaver, Kurt Gordon. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having us. This is great. Uh, Like I said, next show, December 1st. Yep, as Lost Kill, and then December fourteenth is Loud Pedal, the Ruby Tuesdays, Ruby Tuesday. and then December twenty first is our record release. Three Lost weeks in a row. Yeah, celebrate Christmas with Lost Kill. Oh no, not three weeks. And a split no, seven inch release at Three Bar on December twenty first. Next week, Jeff Tobin joins us. See ya. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail.